What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Prove Me Wrong podcast presents Cellocast. This is episode three of the Cellocast. Um, not gonna lie, this episode should have been out a lot sooner, but I dragged ass getting to it and getting it done, and um, it should have been out a couple weeks ago. So I apologize. Is it already one republic? Is it too late to apologize? But I'm sorry. I apologize. Today is Friday. It'll be going out today. I uh, re- tried to record it yesterday, and it was just kind of like a Murphy's Law podcast. Everything went wrong, and I just couldn't get shit together. So... I digress. Here's episode three coming at you guys. We are back in solo cast form for this podcast, but in episode four, I already have some guests lined up, so it'll switch back to uh, being more of an interview based for episode four. If you haven't yet, please hit the subscribe button here on YouTube or whatever app you're listening to this podcast on. It's on Stitcher and Podbean, and of course, it's available for Apple, so whatever app you're in, if you like what you hear, hit that little subscribe button. People! We're getting closer. As of today, you weekend oneers, 41 days away from day zero. If you're a weekend two goer like me, 48 days away from day zero. There's light at the end of the tunnel. We're getting so close. Is it too soon? To add Indio to your locations on your weather app? Because I definitely added indio to my locations on my weather app already i did it last week i gotta tell you the weather's looked pretty nice so far california for those of you that don't live in california or anything we just finally got winter like a week ago where the temperature started to drop because it's been like 80 degrees especially down here in southern california but it's gotten a little cooler and india was looking like it was in the high 60s 70s a little bit of the 80s quite nice now i don't want it to be that cool when it comes around but For all of us that went last year, wouldn't it be nice just to be like 10 degrees cooler? I understand that enduring the heat is part of what makes Coachella so great, but can't we just get about 10 degrees cooler? That would be wonderful. So yeah, I'm getting pumped. It feels like we're now in that home stretch, under 50 days away for both weekend one and weekend two people. Weekend one, looks like your boxes should have arrived. Weekend two, I got my tracking number yesterday and I checked it today and it says it's already in Fontana getting shit from Arizona. So it says I'm not getting it until Wednesday, but I bet I get it before then. So this is exciting we're getting close in this episode i got a new music segment for you it's going to break down some of the new music uh that's come out from last podcast of this podcast i got an artist spotlight for you like i've had in the other two i'm excited about this one i kind of made a montage of a few of his hits so that way you get more of a flavor about um what the artist um what they perform Uh, I've only done like one or two songs before, so I think this one has like five or six, so you get a little bit more um, knowledge on who I'm talking about here. We're also going to talk about some of the art that we're going to see out in the polo fields. Um, This week, we're going to talk about a guy by the name of Eduardo Trasoldi. He's Italian, so I hope I'm even getting somewhat close to pronouncing that correctly. You're about to get, some of you are about to get angry for what I'm about to say, but briefly, briefly, We're going to have to talk about some Cardi B pregnancy rumors. I'm sorry, don't shoot the messenger, but it is relevant, especially if it's true. And it means we're going to get a late add-on to the lineup, right? So briefly, we'll talk about the Cardi B rumors. And then we're going to talk about also, I mean, I know 
this is kind of like talking about Daft Punk all the time or putting him on a wish list that we're going to talk about the rumors behind Sahara moving and if it's going to actually be the case this year. It sounds like through the Coachella forum on the website that people have some concrete um, rumor mill stuff, if you will. So I'm not going to say it's fact, but it seems like the things they're discussing, it appears Sahara might finally be moving this year. Spoiler alert. Looks like the Antarctic is back this year. Woohoo! For all of us that went last year and you saw that, we all know how dope of an experience that was. Now, I didn't I went on like Sunday afternoon, completely sober into it. No, no booze, no weed, no no nothing. Completely sober. And my mind was still blown the whole time. But you can kind of hear um people that are on different chemicals if you will you kind of hear them get giddy or excited about something at the same time so there was a little shared bonding experience there with the antarctic was a really nice touch and it's air conditioned and you get to lay down so you get to get off your feet for a second if anybody last year you were worried about the long lines it goes quicker than you would ever think it goes really really fast so i can't remember how many people it holds in at a time and I think each showing is between like eight and 10 minutes. So it's not that bad, but I was pumped to see that the Antarctic will be coming back for year two in a row. The puzzle. Did you guys see this yet? Well, if you haven't paid attention, right, I'm just, can I just say spoiler alert? So if there's any like information you were supposed to go look right now, like the, the rest of the show, just spoiler alert. So I'm going to assume people know this stuff already. So there's a couple things we know about, um, that came in the box. We know about the puzzles. Looks like there's three of them, the best I could count. But we found out another thing in the puzzles. And we've, we're aware that um, certain members of Golden Voice Coachella go into the Coachella subreddit and on the Facebook page and they pay attention. But there was more evidence of that when you put together one of the puzzles. I don't know if you guys saw it. We discussed it in the last episode with That's Feft Up. Again, if you haven't checked that out yet, go back to episode two where I have moderator and redditor That's Feft Up on, and we talked about this backstory behind the little red folding chair. It made its way onto the puzzle. That was a nice little touch. Kind of felt like that Sally Field moment, you know, where she's going, you like me, you really, really like me. It's like and I can't deny the fact that you like me right now. You like me. They pay attention to us. They really, really pay attention to us. So um, there's going to be a lot of people that aren't going to know what the hell that red chair is. But for all of us Coachella-obsessed people, we know exactly what that was. Um, so Sahara might be moving. I don't have a ton of information on it. Like I said, this whole thread got started on the Coachella main forum page. So I'll just give you um, Redditor's Benedict Cumberpatch's kind of breakdown of what is going on in that forum. And um, I'm just going to read it real quick, whatever he, she said. Sorry, I don't know either, Benedict Cumberpatch. But it says, to sum it up, the rumor is the Sahara is moving much further west into the area closer to the El Dorado fields. I'm assuming where the Antarctic and Sonora were. There's a lot of work being done in that area, and they've also added a new big cobblestone path that runs from just south of the beer barn and cantina towards the El Dorado fields. So... That's the rumor right now on the forums. There's a couple people on there that actually work at the polo field, so they weren't they weren't giving too much away, but they said that there was work being done there where they were pouring like new slabs of concrete and like she mentioned, uh, 
building like a new path. So maybe Sahara's heading west over to where Antarctica is. Maybe it's a new stage. The new stage seems unlikely because then we'd have to have more artists on the bill. So it seems like maybe this is the year Sahara moves. But hey, we've been here before where we thought this was going to happen or that it was going to expand and nothing's changed. So we'll just have to wait and see. But did I mention that we're super close and we're only like six weeks away? So we're going to find out real soon. I don't know what that song just was, but I got the Coachella bug. I'm getting pumped for it, man. That someone had even asked on Reddit a few weeks back about if anybody had made um, a Coachella gym playlist yet or not. And I don't, I hadn't seen that anybody did. So if you guys are looking for it, if you go on Spotify, there's just a uh, playlist called uh, Coachella Bod, and it's all just with music that's going to be at the festival this year, just upbeat stuff that you can uh, lift to or run to. And there was a new article that actually came out just today that I read about that was talking about the power of up-tempo music. So um, I'm going to read here just, just real briefly. It says... Um, Listening to up-tempo music helps gym goers to work out for longer. The study found that those listening to energetic tunes were able to sustain exercise for more than 10% longer than those working out in silence. Researchers said doctors should consider prescribing music when they were trying to encourage patients to make more exercise. Uh, the U.S. research randomly signed 127 participants to listen to music or have no music played while undergoing stress tests. They were on a treadmill and they would increase um the, the incline of it and the speed and people that were listening to up-tempo music worked out 10% longer. So if you're like me and you're trying to get in better shape and get healthy for Coachella, put on some up-tempo music. Find yourself an upbeat playlist and you'll be able to work out 10% longer. I was thinking about it hiking the other day that about how I wanted to get – like I, I'm in – fairly good shape and work out four three four times a week anyways and half the last couple years but like i almost am treating this like i'm about to go run a marathon like an actual marathon because you're not just going to show up to a marathon without ever running before and i can't remember how many steps ended up being last year but i felt like it was like twenty thousand a day or something so i'm actually gearing up for the marathon that is Coachella. I want to go into it in shape so I'm not getting gas, not getting tired. I'm able to run, dance, do whatever I want for as long as I can. And I don't want the fact that I didn't put in the work prior to it to hinder me while I'm actually there. So that's been my mindset. And now that we're getting so close, it, it, it just it, it, it dangles that carrot in front of your face just a little bit closer, you know. So I don't know if you guys happened to see the post on Reddit this last week, but where me and my friends kept trying to come up with something to do for the weekend. And this is going to sound a little brotastic for a second. But we were trying to come up with like a way so for someone to like win the weekend or we'd give out an MVP or something like along those lines. So uh, it came to me that I needed to make like an interactive game that we'd be able to play. It's like an interactive game meets um, like a treasure hunt or what was that thing you used to do when you were a kid? You know, like a scavenger hunt. That's right. Not a treasure hunt where you have to go knock on random doors and pick up different things. So I created a thing called Coachella Bingo. And I think I really got the idea off the Achievement Unlocked post. I don't know if you guys saw that, but it was talking about if Coachella had Achievement Unlocked like references like video games do, what would some of them be? I'm going to read a through a few of them real quick because I thought these were fucking awesome and made me laugh out loud. So 
Some of my favorites were for Achievement Unlocked. My last name is Ice Cream, uh, posted The Pop Star, see all three headliners. Or The Hipster, skip all three headliners. I read this name all the time on Reddit, but I've never been sure of how to actually pronounce it so i'm going to say shenanahanigans achievement unlocked last man standing be literally the last guest inside the grounds from alex doodles helping a stranger who asks have you seen my friends actually find their friends and then from uh i think it's aaron z says another one will be achievement unlocked lone wolf lose your friends in under 10 minutes and finally I'll, i can't pronounce this name at all it's a-e-h-e-c-a-t-l says achievement unlocked already question mark blackout day zero so for some of you gamers out there the achievement unlocked thing will make more sense and other people are going what the fuck is he talking about achievement unlocked but that really kind of got my wheels turning about a game that i could be able to create for something for us to do so like i said i created a board called cella bingo now this is the rough draft this is literally just what i created in one night and i asked for some suggestions on reddit but we'll go through some of it um together and we'll kind of describe of what some of the squares stand for so it's, for any of you guys that watch viceland or skateboarders you've seen that show thrasher's king of the road it's gonna be kind of like that just without all the good skateboarding so the way we figured it is there's certain squares have points we'd pick a daily winner we pick a weekend total winner my group was even contemplating that the weekend winner we would just buy that person's ticket for next year so there might be some big prizes um at stake for at least my group of friends here so like i said this is a work in progress if you had suggestions send it my way i'm actually even talking to my old app developer and i might be able to create this into an app too where everybody can play along so we have certain things on the square. If you're watching this on video, you, you can see it. So if you're just listening to the audio portion, we have hold uh, the balloon chain, 25 points. See secret guest at do lab, 175 points. Get your silent disco on, 100 points. Uh, see four sets in 60 minutes, 200 points. You'd be running your ass off for that, man. Uh, we have hit every stage in one day. That's 350 points. And then some of them kind of get into, well... The, the, the parting aspect, you know. So it says uh, snow before 8 a.m., 100 points. Uh, get iced, minus 5 points. Ice someone, 25 points. And like I told you, I got some of the ideas from Achievement Unlocked. Help stranger locate a group. That's good for 400 points. And I think some of the ones that are definitely going to be added is I want to add on there a Sleeping Beauty which will be the first one to pass out on any given night, minus 50 points. Um, stranger danger, that's go back to a stranger's campground to party. I mean, I think we've kind of all been there where you, you meet a friend in the beer garden, next thing you know, you're, you're back at their camps, so stranger danger. Um, people have also mentioned about doing a Vanessa Hudgens. Uh, if you guys have seen that meme go around, it's about Vanessa Hudgens being a type 2 diabetic and i'm using air quotes there so um if you know that meme you know what i'm talking about so those are some of the suggestions someone had also mentioned on reddit about adding uh chug a beer in a porta potty oh that sounds awful chug a beer in a porta potty when it's 110 degrees out there yeah about that thanks but no thanks i don't know if i'd be able to handle that but I do like the idea. So like I said, this is a work in progress. We're going to add some stuff to it. If you have any suggestions, let me know um, before I either turn it into an app or make it available for people to be able to print out and be able to play along. So the other thing that we've been discussing is what to do day zero. 
I know there's a lot of cool meetups, and especially through Reddit and Facebook. I know there's the shotgun meetup. I've discussed it before. I want in on that. Who's ever doing it weekend too? I want in on the shotgun. Me and my whole camp will be there 100%. And we discussed maybe doing, since it's Thursday, obviously, of doing like a, a throwback Thursday of doing our own version of the Harlem Shake. Remember the Harlem Shake that went viral a few years back? do the Harlem Shake. and doing like a Coachella Harlem shake. So it'll either just be my camp or if anybody else wants to get involved with it, let's make it as big as possible. I was gonna just put it out as a thread on Reddit, but I thought, hey, I'll bring it to you guys here. If anybody has any interest or if the weekend one people wanna take it and do it uh, then as well, it's all yours. But I think my group and anybody that wants to join, we're going to be doing um, our version of the Harlem shake on day zero. So when we get a little bit closer, I'll get you more details and then of course uh once we get there and find out where our camp spots are then we'll post it out there and everyone can come meet up have a beer have a shot um smoke a bowl whatever it is that you do you do you baby boo but then we'll do the harlem shake so i told you that i came up with a new segment here it's going to be a new music segment just kind of introduce you to some of the stuff that's been on um or anything that's dropped in between episodes or if there's been any new announcements about new albums i saw yesterday on Twitter where uh, San Holo tweeted it said flying back to LA next week to lock myself up in an Airbnb for a few months and write a lot of new music I'm excited smiley face rosy cheeks so does this mean we'll get a whole new album from him before Coachella maybe not but new music is on the horizon for San Holo um, Rez has also teased on Twitter that she's working on new music and has hinted that she'll be playing new tracks at Coachella now she's in a unique spot where she just dropped an album in 2017 but it's not the most popular album but it's been gaining steam um, like I was looking at her Spotify streams and she now has five songs on Spotify between a million and two million streams but just three months ago, she only had one that was over a million, and now she's got five songs that are over a million. But that seems like a lot, but not when you compare to the rest of Spotify and especially like in the EDM world, because if you want to compare her to a guy like Petite Biscuit, who's on the same line of the, I think they're on the third line of the their day, and he's playing on Sunday, he, all of his top songs on Spotify are over a million. All of them where his most has over 248 million of them. And out of all those, six songs have over 10 million streams. But when you go through at least the discussion boards and everything, Rez seems much bigger than Petite Biscuit. So I think she's going to be poised to make really her debut coming out. And especially if she's going to add some new music to the bunch. Oh... To, to all my fellow lesbians out there, Friday is going to be a good time. I just hope I can live through that. Especially, we, our biggest conflict is what they're going to do with her and Allison. We've talked about it before, so I won't get into it anymore. So, But hopefully they'll just do like a back-to-back -back set. It'll be Alice in Wonderland and then Rez. I just hope they don't conflict. And you guys, if you follow The Weeknd on Instagram, he's definitely been teasing that there's new music. He had a, um, a picture of a keyboard. He had two videos that had visuals on it but with no actual sound and then posted a picture of his Sure mic. So new album before Coachella? Can he print it out that fast? We'll find out what happens with it. But I mean, what will be, I'm curious to like what the soundtrack song of 
the weekends are going to be because it felt like last year, especially with Humble just dropping prior to Coachella and then with Kendrick closing it out, felt like Humble was the one, like was the song, the soundtrack of the weekend. It, you'd hear it bumping in camps. You'd hear it on the little pedicabs. You'd hear it as you go into the festival. So I'm curious what that song um, will be this year. And we know this much. It's not going to be anything off of Eminem's new album, right? <laughs> I mean, people are pumped to see him, but they're all hoping that he just plays the hits and doesn't play any of the new music. But um, Alice in Wonderland's one of them that's posted, which was, um, she served, or sorry, she posted a new picture up on her Instagram just about three weeks ago um, of her and purple hair and like one of her eyes rolling back. You, you, you'll have to look. If you're watching the video, you can see it right here. Um, but it's going to be... The, the name of the album, sorry, is going to be called Awake. There's no date for it yet. She has, though, already dropped two new songs off it. One is called Happy Place, and that was played back in November. And then the day after posting the picture of what the album is going to look like for Awake, she posted a new track called Church. Um, unlike the trap banger that is Happy Place, Church is more melodic, sounds much poppier, kind of sounds more of like a marshmallow song than um, an Alice in Wonderland track. But... Both of them pretty catchy, and it's good that we're she's going to be dropping a whole new album right before Coachella. So it's better for you guys to hear this stuff than just hear me talk about it. So I'm going to talk about a few no, new other new songs, and then I'll play all the new music for you, about 30 seconds and 60 seconds each. And that way you can Shazam it, or if you've already heard them before, great. But it's new music, so if you haven't heard it, then it'll be new music to your ears. And... Um, with no release date for Awake yet, we do, in fact, have a release date for A Perfect Circle. I don't know if you guys saw Maynard James Keenan tweet out a couple weeks ago uh, that they do have a date for the new Perfect Circle album, and it is, what, 420. That's right. So for the weekend two goers, it's going to be on our Friday. Now, this is going to be a Perfect Circle's first album in over 14 years. And they've also released a new song, and it's called Talk Talk. And I don't know, if, if you guys have listened to it already, it's exactly what I would expect a Perfect Circle song to sound like. So if you're a big Perfect Circle fan, I'm sure that song did not disappoint. And it's not like they took some crazy route or turn pop out of nowhere. I mean, that's not indicative of who Maynard is or what he would do artistically but i thought the track sounds great and it's exactly what you'd expect for him so all the big perfect circle fans be pumped that day one uh we're going to be getting a brand new album from a perfect circle so lastly and as you probably saw on the coachella instagram story petite biscuit just released a new song with lido called uh problems and it's a dancey little jam sorry i I, I, I hope that's Lido. That's how you pronounce it. I, some of the, some of this shit. I can't know everything, people, okay? So I'm going Lido. But why talk about all this music when I can just play it for you? For those of you just listening and not watching the podcast on YouTube, I do have the accompanying video with each song. So those watching will know which song's coming up. But just for those listening, it's going to be the two new Alice in Wonderland tracks. And then Talk Talk by A Perfect Circle. And then Problems by Petite Biscuit. So without further ado... Your cello cast new music.
room She likes the shark print with the zip up Hi-hats with the hiccups Dark tints on a pickup Pineapples and liquor She moved with the machine Playing me and changing This is how it is to be This is what I'm made with This is love about that hope you guys like that new segment that was our new music segment of the week for those of you just listening to the audio portion again those songs it started off with alice in wonderland the first song was happy place the second song was church and then it went to talk talk by a perfect circle and then problems by petite biscuit but i love that there's new music coming people so we'll see what happens between this episode and next episode but i hope to do that again for you so new music's on the horizon new albums on horizon and i cannot wait but like i said we're gonna have to just briefly talk about something that i know you guys don't want to and i'm sorry i'm sorry but we're gonna continue on this kind of like little rumor mill here and that it's cardi b might be pregnant now for me it really doesn't matter one way or the other i I understand she's a polarizing figure in the subs but if she plays great i'm not gonna see her if she doesn't play great because I'm not going to see her anyway. So it really does not matter to me one way or the other. And I know people are worried about the integrity of the lineup, but hey, you, you can't deny the streams right now. She's definitely relevant. So this all stems from a story that TMZ had broke just a couple weeks ago, and I'm going to read this. Um, what TMZ has. It says, Sources say after Cardi performed at the Maxim Super Bowl party, a venue staffer asked her team if they could escort her back to the VIP room where alcohol was flowing. Why they use that word? I don't know, but it was flowing. One of Cardi's reps then said she didn't want to be uh, in a party atmosphere and preferred to stay in the area by the stage and drink Fiji water. The rep then told the staffer Cardi was three to four months pregnant. Cardi and her people have repeatedly denied she's pregnant, and Cardi said on Instagram, um, no, nah, bitch, I'm just getting fat. Let me fat in peace. So is Cardi B pregnant? Is she not? I was reading on Hot New Hip Hop yesterday where they were claiming that she's been wearing or been seen wearing baggy clothes everywhere and look i get people are rolling their eyes at me right now oh, we're talking about cardi b say what you want but whenever her name comes up you see the thread count you can see all the comments um it makes people feel one type of way uh, one way or the other so if she's pregnant hey we're gonna get a late ad who could that be let the rumor start here i hear it's gonna be daft punk yeah they're not even gonna have daft punk as a headliner um is there a possibility yeah there's a possibility what are the chances well there's a chance you know so it's gonna be daft punk filling in for cardi b spoiler alert so we'll see what happens um but it made a big splash last year obviously when beyonce had announced she was pregnant and uh lady gaga stepped in so it wouldn't be that same level of an artist but 
if she's pregnant, then we get new music. So that's good too. So uh, I told you we we're going to talk about some of the new art that's going to be coming out to the festival this year. And one of those artists, I don't know if you guys have had a chance to look at his work yet, but it's Eduardo Trisoldi. I'm just going to read from his bio real quick on his website. It says, Eduardo Trisoldi plays with a transparency of mesh with uh, industrial materials that transcend the time, space, dimension, and narrate a dialogue between art and world, a visual summary which reveals itself in the fade out of physical limitations. Mixing classical and modern language, he generates a third one, strongly contemporary. Born in just 1987, he grew up in Milan, where at the age of nine, experimented different... Er, experimented different languages and techniques under the guidances of painter Mario Stradaforini. Oh, I fucked that up. Mario Stradaforini. And in 2009, he moved to Rome and started to work in various creative areas. Cinema, music, sonography, and sculpture gave him a heterogeneous vision of arts and became a platform for experimentation. Since 2013, he performs public uh, space interventions, focuses his research on uh, the study of landscape elements. Uh, and lastly, his work has been featured in public spaces, archaeological contexts, contemporary art festivals, music festivals, and group shows. So, I mean, what he's what he does is kind of hard to explain. Um, I have a quick video from his YouTube that's going to show some of the stuff he does. And if you're watching the video, we've been playing some pictures over here that shows kind of the the landscapes and the the humans that he creates with all of his work. But um, the last festival he was at is, I believe you pronounce it, the Eau Claire Festival in Wisconsin. And the Eau Claire Festival, uh, it started back in 2015. It was with Aaron, uh, I think you say his name is Desner, uh, of the National, and then uh, Bonavar's Justin Vernon. So it's one of their festivals, and he had work featured out there um, last year at the festival. So if you're just listening to this on the audio, this video is a it's, uh, spelled B-A-R-O-Q-U-E, and it's just from Eduardo Chisoldi's uh, page. So if you're just listening on the audio portion, probably fast forward there a minute and 28 seconds because it's just going to be a bunch of music and make no sense to you. So you can see his structures really take a life of their own at night. I mean, it's one thing what they look like during the day, but then when you see them at night and they're all lit up, I mean, he can, I mean, he can create, recreate landscapes and buildings and just the architecture structures are so 
opulent looking and the fact that he just does it out of like netting and out of fence it's just absolutely incredible so i can't wait to see whatever structure he comes up with for the polo fields because that as the backdrop of all we're listening to like soul wax it's just going to be incredible so you can follow along with eduardo trisoldi you can follow him on instagram at just eduardo trisoldi that's e-d-o-a-r-d-o-t-r-e-s-o-l-d-i and you can also follow along on him just at his website at that same name eduardo Trisoldi.com. So the art's half the fun, isn't it? Just, I, I wish I had the, what's the word I'm looking for? The discipline to not look at anything from weekend one. Like I wish I just wouldn't watch any of the live streams and just go completely dark on social media and not see any of the architecture or anything or any of the art that's coming in and just wait till I walk in day one. But I know I don't have that type of self-discipline. So I'm going to be following along. Um, having can you have fear of missing out if it's the weekend before we're going but i mean maybe the fomo maybe fomo is the correct word for that but it's definitely going to be happening weekend one regardless so i'm even contemplating doing um like a stagecella here if you live in southern california i've been talking to a couple bars of maybe them just putting up coachella on weekend one on friday saturday or sunday and then doing a live podcast from there so as i hear back from some few spots if anybody's in the area um, i'll definitely let you know about that but we might do like a stagecella at some venue here and do like a little meetup too so that was eduardo trisoldi and now it's time for my favorite segment of each of the podcast and it's the artist spotlight artist spotlight yeah boy And this week's Artist Spotlight is none other than Jacob Banks. Uh, Jacob Banks was born in Nigeria. He moved to Birmingham, England at the age of 13. Uh, Not short of talent, the Brit dabbled in all forms of creative arts and began singing, playing guitar, and writing songs at just the age of 20. Guys, by the way, he's only 26 years old. So he went from learning guitar to playing Coachella in just six short years. Let that sink in for a second. Reading off the bio from his website, it says, a music lover first and foremost, Banks got to start at open mic nights and quickly garnered a following for his commanding vocal presence and daringly intimate songwriting. His music features richly textured beats with its 808s and synth play, African-inspired grooves, and a soulful disposition that culminates in an unstoppable new sound. Banks debuted with all of his EP, The Monologue, earning feverish acclaim that saw him supporting artists such is I believe you pronounce her name as Emily Sande, uh, Sam Smith, and Alicia Keys on tour and around the UK. Now at work on his Interscope Records debut, Banks hopes to re-energize soul music for a new generation, hoping to be their solace in hard times in a battery pack on a slow Monday morning. Where you might have heard Jacob Banks' music before, um, and For all you gamers, his song Move With You was featured in EA Sports FIFA 2015. So if you're a FIFA player, if you like playing soccer on PlayStation or Xbox, you might have heard Move With You. And also in 2017, his song Unholy War was featured in the trailer for Need for Speed. I didn't even know they were still making Needs for Speed, but apparently Need for Speed Payback had the song Unholy War. And for you TV watchers, um, the song Unholy War was also featured in uh, Lucifer in season three and the Blacklist Redemption. 
I'd stumbled onto Jacob Banks a few months back, probably five or six months ago, going down one of my famous YouTube rabbit holes, and I'd stumbled on this YouTube channel called Mahogany Sessions. I don't know if any of you guys have seen it, but it's this badass channel, has artists perform in these awesome spaces where they just uh, let the really music feed off like the room itself. So they'll put them in these cathedrals or these open um, rooms they just have like awesome acoustics. So all the music just really comes through. And like the one with Jacob Banks, they don't even have him on a microphone or anything. There's a guy on a keyboard and he's doing his rendition of Say Something. You know that song by A Great Big World? Say something, I'm giving up on you. And the dude has pipes for days, for days. But hey, why tell you all about Jacob Banks when I can just show you? So usually for the artist spotlight, I just highlight one track, maybe two, but I realize it kind of does a disservice to you guys. So for this episode, I made a montage of jams, if you will. And this montage of jams, Jacob Banks. And I will swallow my I'm still learning to love But I'm saying goodbye So say I'm so sorry See me when I'm coming I'll be the monster you'll be one 
get redemption if you won't. So you better run. there you have it jacob banks dude can absolutely sing right i'm telling you pipes four days that first audio or the first song that you guys heard there was from that mahogany sessions that i talked about prior to showing you the video and it just really shows his vocal range and how much just oomph he has inside of him man so he's gonna be on sunday uh, he's about halfway down the lineup so it's gonna be um afternoon maybe late afternoon ish so, uh what do you think Mojave, Gobi, something like that, um, seems probably to fit uh, where we should come to expect Jacob Banks. So that was on Sunday. And I'll get you guys out on these last couple ones. Spoiler alert for next week. I have been in talks over the last couple weeks with the guys from Beat Cinema. You guys know who Beat Cinema is? They're the ones, if you've ever been to the Turndown tent, that's the Beat Cinema. That is their little baby. Uh, the Beat Cinema's over, I've been told by the Silent Disco. I didn't go to either one of those last year. So I'm excited to be able to have them on. So kind of talk to them about um, what Beat Cinema is how the turndown tent came to be the turndown tent and what we can expect for this year. I actually had a friend play the turndown tent now that I think about it probably I don't know like 4 years ago, maybe 5 years ago. I remember hearing he's playing Coachella and I was like, "What? Like you he was my DJ. He spun hip hop at events that I threw with us versus them and active ride shop. And all of a sudden I'm like, you're playing Coachella, but I believe it was this turndown tent and beat cinema from San Diego. So I'm looking forward to that conversation. Um, I'll get that done next week. So then it'll be out for cello cast, which is going to be in two weeks, people two weeks. I'm not going to take nearly the hiatus as I did uh, the last one. So I'll fire out the next ones and then we'll get moving fairly quickly quickly between now and the festival i'm even talking about for all you southern california people i'm in talks with a couple different bars and restaurants about maybe doing a stagecella uh weekend one where we'll do a live podcast and then show some of the live streams up and we'll watch that uh with the people too so if you're in southern california and you're thinking about doing or if you're thinking about uh something to do for weekend one and um Maybe come down to Temecula. I'll let you know. So I'll have more information on that in the coming episode as well. And now, just for a quick second, hear me out that I'm going to say I'm not getting political at all. So it might sound like in the beginning that that's not what this is. It's not what we're talking about at all. But I was in a social media conversation uh, messaging back and forth with an old buddy of mine the other day. And we were just talking about the shootings and the Second Amendment and all this shit. And I mean, with my other podcast, it comes up quite a bit on there. So he was just kind of asking my thoughts on it and I was asking his and I we ultimately just got down to we need to find a way 
to treat each other better, to get more out of life, to make people feel more fulfilled, to make them feel like we matter. And the conversation just ultimately turned into us talking about Coachella because he's been 10 out of the last 11 years. I'd mentioned numerous times the last year was just my first year, but the vibes are so good there. The people are so good there to just have four days to be able to just let go, dance with strangers, make new friends. I mean, it has a residual effect that lasts throughout the year. And I know I can certainly speak to that because now I've just become obsessed with it. So, I mean, those those great vibes, as hippie as it sounds, do radiate, I think, the other 361 days of the year, you know. So we both just... And it just got us talking about how much we do enjoy Coachella and why we're so excited about going this year and why we think it's important. And with all the chaos and all the crazy Trump shit, I mean, with the news cycle that we have now between Twitter and cable news and podcasts, it just gets to be too much. So, guys, there's light at the end of the tunnel. In just a few short weeks, we'll all be dancing in the polo fields, forgetting about the outside world, and just living in the moment. And that makes me super fucking happy. As always, guys, thank you so much for checking out the podcast. You can follow me on social media. It's at Grayson underscore Gregory. Please like the Facebook page at facebook.com backslash prove me wrong pod. Subscribe on YouTube or the app listening of your choice. If you have suggestions for the bingo board, send them my way. I want to know. I'll be able to add a bin, and especially if we make it into an app. uh, That way we can get it before the developer gets his hands on it. So guys, thank you so much for checking it out. We're only a few weeks away. Happy Coachella.